Hello everybody, Bradley here, and in a few short weeks, March 25th, just a few weeks away from when you're listening to this, Bridgerton Season 2 will be in our Netflix feeds, and when you go in on Netflix that day, you log in, you're like, hey, I can't wait to watch some Bridgerton, that first episode ends and you go... I wonder if that weird dude that I listened to that podcast on season one, I wonder if he's redoing it for season two. Oh boy, yes I am. I'm so excited to be back. And it is time today to set ourselves up for season two of Bridgerton. We're going to do two podcast episodes back to back here to get us ready for season two. I need to immerse myself back in the Bridgerton sphere. I've been off doing some other things. We're deep diving Harry Potter. We deep dived Hamilton. I've been chugging along on The Witcher. I got like a whole life going on. I got a job and other things that I've been doing. So I need some time to kind of reconnect myself with Bridgerton. I'm not a book reader, right? So it's just the show for me. And it's been a while since that first season came out and since I've done this podcast. So I'm happy to be back with you all. But we're going to use this episode today to talk about the trailer and some of the pre-season information we've been given. There's some funny photos out there as well that I want to talk about. And then we're going to talk about the podcast format for season two. So you guys are up to speed. Hey, I just want to listen to this episode, see what's going on for season two. That way you'll understand when is the first episode coming out? How often are the episodes coming out? You'll have all that information next week. So one week from the day you listen to this one, there'll be another podcast coming out. I'm recording them back to back. But in that podcast, we're going to do some predictions. As a show-only watcher, what's fun for me is I don't actually know what's going to happen and also I record this podcast episode by episode so I don't spoil the next episode for myself so as you listen to me do this podcast I'll have no idea what's coming and and one of the cool things about not having read the books if I'm going to take advantage of it is that I can do some predictions so next week is all about predictions possibly some listener feedback if y'all have questions concerns anything like that about season two but I'm going to try and stay unspoiled for the most part, as best as I can be. But yeah, next week will be for some more kind of fun predictions that could be way off, that could be correct. I don't know, that'll be a fun little game. And then as we do the deep dives, we can check in and see how I did. As always, though, this show contains adult content, so if you made it this far and you're like, hey, this sounds like it'd be great for my children to listen to, it will not be great for your children to listen to. In this trailer, we get like a shirtless Anthony bathtub scene. That'd be cool. I'm sure I'll be talking about Anthony's sex life or something going on. So just, it's not for kids. I would not recommend listening to this around your children just because I'm a wild card who will just say things that shouldn't be listened to by children. But hey, I can't actually stop you. This is just a warning. Also, this podcast does not contain spoilers. This makes no sense because I can't spoil anything because the season hasn't released yet, but I'm going to keep it in here anyway because it's in my show notes and I am nothing if not a stickler for the notes I so painstakingly wrote down. By that, I mean copy and pasted before I did this episode. All right, let's just dive in right away and talk about season two. There's no need to beat around the bush, no need to wait or do any more introing. We got a release date. I, in my last episode, whenever that was, it feels like forever ago, I kind of predicted a release date. I thought the release date would be Valentine's Day. It makes perfect sense for Bridgerton. You know, it's kind of a romancy type of show. There was that really, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I remember being kind of swooning a little bit over that cover of the Taylor Swift song with the montage that was going on. I remember that that was fairly romantic. So this is a romancy kind of show, and I thought, you know what? What would be a better release? You know, we've all struggled through the pandemic. We all want Bridgerton back in our lives. What would be the best day to release? And I really thought Valentine's Day was going to be it, that you could wake up with your significant other, with your partner. And, you know, maybe you didn't plan anything. Maybe in your part of the world, the restaurants are closed for the pandemic or something. And you can just turn on Bridgerton, pour like eight or 12 or one or have water. I don't know, that many glasses of wine. And you can just watch Bridgerton and enjoy it. And now you know how I watch Bridgerton and it's a lot of wine it takes a lot of wine for me to watch the show and it's really good the wine and the show anyways i thought that might be cool 
I thought that might be really cool on Valentine's Day. Turns out I was wrong. March 25th. I don't know. The, apparently, apparently these decisions get made based on, you know, real world logistics. Like, when is the episode or when is the season finished? When can our guy get the score in? When can we have this edited? When does it not break up our other Netflix releases? You have to remember with Netflix that they kind of time their releases so you stay subscribed month over month over month. If they kind of, you just, you just they throw everything at you at one go here, that would be ridiculous they want to keep you coming back and so they're going to release things on a schedule that nothing interferes with anything else and so we got march 25th uh, I, I regret to inform you that there's no like significant reason for that which kind of sucks because i thought valentine's day would be cool and you know at least you know in my brain it's kind of significant for the show but hey i'm an idiot and i guessed wrong what that means, though, is Bridgerton is coming out in about two and a half weeks, about 20 days from now, and we got a trailer. So let's dive into the trailer and talk about it here. The first thing I want to say is it's actually disappointingly short. You know, for a, Bridgerton is a pretty big show, eight episodes in a season, at least if season two is anything like season one, eight episodes in a season. That's eight hours of content, never mind all the cuts and edits and all the other stuff. A lot of trailers will also give you certain takes of scenes that don't make the final cuts. There's a lot of material to go with here to kind of make that trailer. And I was a little bit disappointed in how short the trailer was. It kind of gets across what it needs to get across. This is Anthony's season. I'm aware that the Bridgerton books work that way in the sense that each sibling gets their own book, their own story, and everyone else kind of kind of fades in and out as needed. But, you know, it was a minute and a half YouTube video, and, like, the last 45 seconds were just, like, Netflix credits, which I don't even know why you need that much credits on a trailer. It was ridiculous. Um, but what we did get in my disappointingly short trailer was actually quite a bit of good stuff. I really enjoyed it. First off, isn't it great to be back at the Ton, on the Ton? To be honest, I don't really know. I had this problem at the end of last season, and I haven't even got a chance to talk to you all yet since that happened. There was something that I, I think they were called leading strings. I haven't re-listened to my own podcast. Leading something. There was a very, there was a, the women were having women issues. Something to do with leading strings or something. And I, as a, you know, 26-year-old man, did not understand what was happening. And a bunch bunch of people um the majority of this listenership is 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 uh, at least they identify as female which makes sense to me and they <laughs> you guys emailed me a lot about them and that was really funny so uh, we're back at the ton on the ton i don't know how to do this but someone will correct me that's what i learned if i mess something up y'all will correct me which i appreciate feel free to send those emails let's dive deep pod at gmail.com and you can just if, if your email is just correcting me on things i promise i won't be mad at you feel free to throw like some nice things in there too um, we're back at the ton and it's just nice to be back one of the things i really loved about about season one of this show I, I think i did a good job of deep diving the characters the writing you know the themes the the arcs those types of things but one of the things that consistently came up every episode when i kind of laid out what i enjoyed about it was the soundtrack the the color the color palette the, the outfits the scenery the set dressing all of these kind of tertiary things that you don't really notice individually but really they come together to take your show from a great show to a really great show I, that's a terrible scale from a good show or an average show to a really great show that makes a little more sense and you know you usually notice these things if they're bad 
right? If the editing is bad or the color palette is too dark or something like that, then you notice them. Uh, most cases, you don't notice them because they're just blending in and doing their job. In Bridgerton, it's kind of the opposite. I think these are the best aspects of the show, actually, on a consistent episode-by-episode episode basis. And the fact that just in this short trailer, I was able to really reappreciate the 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 set the setting, the, the detail they put into building those sets, the outfits, the, the music on the trailer was cool. We got a Twitter update that there's going to be way more of those kind of you know uh regency era covers of um regency era covers of modern songs which i'm super excited about so that all really stuck stuck out to me in this trailer and it's still fantastic it's still amazing and it, it really got me excited to be back in the world of bridgerton like most trailers, things are cut really quickly, right? They're trying to give you little bits and pieces about what the story might be. They're trying to intrigue you, but they're not trying to give too much away for the season or else what's the point of tuning in? We've all watched a movie where the trailer kind of gave it away a little bit and left a little disappointed that we felt like we'd already seen all the cool stuff in the trailer. What I've learned about TV trailers since I last did this, right? So Bridgerton Let's Dive Deep was my first ever podcast. I've been doing loads of Let's Dive Deep stuff since with other things. What I've learned about trailers in that time kind of analyzing them is they're almost exclusively stuff from the first two episodes of a show. The Witcher trailer, the Peaky Blinders trailer are kind of two recent ones that I can pull out where it felt like you were getting a lot, but really everything you got happened in the first two episodes. So that's what I'm assuming happens here with Bridgerton, that we didn't really get anything that's not going to be kind of, we're not going to be hit with pretty immediately on. What is different though, and, and what Bridgerton can uniquely do, is have Lady Whistledown, or Penelope, I guess, kind of narrate over the whole thing and create like a consistent arc for the trailer. I think I'm diving deep into this a little too much, but she said some things that were interesting. The first couple things that I, the first thing I find interesting is she said something about how people were trying to question her identity, which was something that was happening in season one. People are trying to find out who is Lady Whistledown? Why does she have so much influence over us? Who is writing this? Who's funding this? Where are these being printed? However, the fact that it got brought up in a trailer for the season where they're trying to set up the show leads me to believe that questioning Lady Whistledown's identity will actually be a, a, a huge part of the show of season two and that Penelope might be in a little bit of trouble. It makes me a little bit angry for for Penelope I believe it's Featherington Penelope oh my god I'm trying to remember all this stuff I didn't IMDB anything coming into this I'm just trying to remember I think it's Penelope Featherington is her name anyways um Lady Whistled down here I, I worry for her a little bit you know if, if she's saying in the trailer they're questioning my identity that that usually means it's going to be one of the themes that we want to stick with and work with for the season which leads me to believe that she may be in a little bit of trouble. And also, I think her kind of grip on this is pretty fragile. This is all happening in the same kind of area. Um, in the scene where we kind of figured out about her, there was some sort of trap, I remember. Uh, Eloise was like leaving a party to warn somebody to take a carriage to warn her, whatever happened. And this is all happening within a few blocks of each other, right? They're not exactly... She's not exactly going far away to, to print all this stuff. And so all of this is happening in a relatively f small physical distance from the rest of the show. And so I am kind of worried in this season that she's going to be found out. And then if she gets found out, what happens there? Big kind of question mark that I'm not sure about. But the, the fact that she said people are trying to question my identity kind of threw me for a loop a bit and made me worried. She also mentioned that she was sharpening her knives, which is fascinating. 
Why would Penelope be sharpening her? We already got a little bit of that in season one. If I remember correctly, it was her and Marina that were doing a little bit of fighting over Colin and Penelope was not having any of it. And the phrase sharpening your knives, it does uh, conjure up images of like, what are you going to use sharpening knives, sharpen knives for? It's like cooking or stabbing. Those are kind of the two options. I've never seen what else. Like, let's do a, like a tier list of things you could use sharp knives for. There's cooking. There's, I guess, fishing. You could cut some line while you're fishing. That's another I I I instance where I've seen sharp sharpened knives be helpful. Um, otherwise, it's kind of stabbing is kind of the main main one there. And so it, I don't think Penelope's going to actually stab somebody. However. Uh, it, it's worrying to me combined with the questioning her identity thing here that she's going to actively sharp. Does it give the plot away a little too much? We already had a little bit of this with Colin, you know, Lady Whistledown giving the plot away with Marina's shindig that was going on. Does that, is that problematic? Do we even want, this is a better question actually, if you're listening to this, do we want the rest of the characters to know Lady Whistledown's identity? Because one of the fun things that Bridgerton can do to kind of separate itself from other TV shows is it gives us something we know, but the characters in the show do not. This is obviously not the first movie or TV show to do this, but this is kind of the first one I've watched to do it in this kind of way. And I want them to really lean into that. You know, there's this dynamic that's fun when you're creating a show where the audience knows who Lady Whistledown is, but the characters do not. And you instantly are trying to figure out how do they find out? How do they realize? Like, what is it that goes on? How does Penelope play her cards right to not get found out? There's a lot of intertwining threads here that I'm really excited to, to dive deep into, and I'm hoping they really play into. I am worried, though, that she sounds like she's going on the offensive, right? You don't sharpen your knives to keep them in your... Uh, what do knives go in? Uh, hol no, holsters are for guns. Your knife sheath. You know, you don't sharpen your knives to keep them in the sheath, is all I'm going to say. And that worries me about Penelope and Lady Whistledown. I also just wanted to acknowledge briefly that we get a shirtless Anthony Bath scene. I don't really know why I'm noting this down. I assume they put it in there just, just to let everyone know, like, yet yeah, we're going to get a little bit of Anthony without a shirt on, right? Last, last season, it was all about the Duke, and now Anthony's taken over, all right? So there's going to be some Anthony Bath time that's just there. It's in the trailer. Not going to say anything more about it. I know y'all noticed it. I just wanted to point it out because this is, you know, if I'm going to make an adult content podcast, I got to point out at least one thing that the kids shouldn't be listening to. There was also this really fascinating bit of the trailer and I tried to pause it and like drag the thing back and forth and use my little arrow keys to move the, the timestamp to where I wanted it. There's a kind of really close up shot that's on the screen for maybe a quarter of a second maybe a quarter of a second it's of two people kissing and one of them kind of looks like anthony but the other one does not look like kate sharma which i believe is the main again i haven't watched the show but there's definitely a, a family and an actress in the trailer that they're going to portray up front is anthony's love interest we also get a photo of them kind of you know shooting a gun together which i do want to talk about uh is it kate sharma kate sharma bridgerton I think that's it. Is that, I just don't know if that's the actress's name or if that's the... No, Kate Sharma is the name of the person in the show. What is the actress's name? Portrayed by Simone Ashley. I knew that. I, I know Simone Ashley from other things. Okay, so Kate Sharma 
is the character in the trailer kind of were meant to believe it's going to be Anthony's love interest. And in my prediction episode, I'll have to make a prediction about whether Anthony and Kate kind of end up in loving together by the end of the season. I won't do that here. However, this scene kind of looked like it was not them kissing. And if I'm going to give you a sneak peek on my prediction episode here, all I want to say is I, you all know from listening to this, I ride or die for Sienna. Now I got to double check that was, uh, you know what? I've learned something while recording this podcast um, is that I can do research about people's names before I click the record button and don't have to do it while I'm recording. I think though Sienna is the singer in Bridgerton, the one I really liked. Sienna Rosso. Rosso is her name. I was correct. So I ride or die for Sienna. And I hope I hope that Anthony at least once, not that I want this to happen to Sienna, but I really want Sienna to be involved in some way. And they had a really, I thought it was a really well done kind of emotional farewell uh, in season one. I can't remember what episode. I remember feeling bad for Anthony, which is hard for me to do. Um, but I remember feeling bad for Anthony. If there's a way for him to... Try to think of this here, because you can't have a season where like he just meets Kate Sharma, they just fall in love, and that's just it. That's not really going to happen. And so there has to be some kind of tension there, or some kind of like I need to make her jealous, or some kind of like I- I'm getting real like soap opera reality TV show kind of about this. But there's got to be something there, and I hope for just a brief moment, for just a brief moment, he just goes back to Sienna. That's that's his true love. That's where his heart is. That's where he wants to go. I liked that struggle for him, even though the character was kind of weird for me. I really liked that specific struggle of having to live up to the legacy, of having to be the Viscount, and, and having this weakness, I suppose. It, it's kind of like in Star Wars when they tell the, the, the kind of Jedi prospects, the younglings, like, you cannot feel, you cannot love. We are Jedi. We must... Yeah, we are not, um, you must control your emotions. And that ends up being really repressive, right? To do that, to repress your emotions, to repress who you are and the people you love. Like that is very difficult in the real world, in TV or on TV and everywhere. Uh, and so I, it'd be cool if a couple episodes and that is where he's truly at, his heart's there and he can't quite get past that. I would love for him and Sienna to have like one little rendezvous reunion in season two. And that's what I'm hoping this one quarter second of the episode is, or the trailer is. There was also this really funny photo released. I put it on Twitter. If you're not following us on Twitter, at Let's Dive Deep, feel free to go and do that. Uh, I retweeted the photo from Netflix's Twitter account, and it's um, Kate Sharma and Anthony, and, and he's helping her shoot a gun. And we remember back to season one, there was the whole duel thing, the Ten Duel Commandments, which was kind of cool. And so we know Anthony is probably good with a weapon just based on that, or at least knows how to use one. So he's teaching Kate how to shoot. It's one of those, it looks like one of those super cheesy, it's usually like mini golf in a modern movie um, where it's like the way of flirting is like the, the woman has no idea what's going on. So the man has to come and show her how it's done like a man. And it usually involves like some sort of like standing behind them, putting your hand over theirs. It's kind of like a weird awkward, 
awkward like cuddle but also show them baseball is another one like how many baseball movies i guess maybe you haven't watched any baseball how many like baseball things have you watched where you know the woman's trying to swing a bat and the man's like no this is how you do it and like like moves her hips for her and like shows her how to hold like it, it looks like it's one of those things going on at which point i put on twitter i wonder if she shoots him with the gun Kate Sharma does not strike me as the kind of woman who's going to put up with that shit. But also, we got a little bit of a clip from way back when they announced season two. That there's a little bit of, you know, Kate Sharma. I can't remember exactly what she said, but him, her and Anthony were meeting at one of the dances, the balls, that I'm excited to get back to. And she kind of dunks on him a little bit and kind of clearly isn't putting up with this shit. So I looked at that photo and I was like, I wonder if this scene ends with him being shot. Because there's a 99% chance this scene ends with him being shot. There is a 99% chance Kate Sharma takes that weapon and kills Anthony with it. That's where my head went. Um, you know, I'm not rooting for Anthony to die. I, I'm just saying it would be very badass of Kate Sharma to do that. So feel free to head over to Twitter and let me know what you think is going to happen with that weapon. Because uh, somehow I don't think it's as simple as Anthony is the, the man who shows her what to do. I don't think that's going to be how this goes. Other than that, in the trailer, there's not a ton of other stuff that I noticed. I only watched it like once or twice through. I, I don't mean to like deep dive and like pause. And other than the, the one little kissing shot, I don't want to. It's meant to be a fun, kind of loose, relaxed analysis. I'm not going to, you know, deep dive every frame of the trailer. But there's other cool stuff. There's lots of guns and shooting. There was lots of horses galloping. It looked like we we're going to go to the races, which I'm super excited for. I just finished watching Peaky Blinders a little bit. And they go to the races in that show. And that's super fun. Did something just go off on my computer? what the heck anyways um this is a shambles today this podcast is um but yeah i'm excited for this season the trailer made me excited for the season which is the goal of the trailer i'm gonna give this trailer if i had to give it a score out of 10 uh we'll go over the scoring system again at the beginning of season one it is season one episode one however I'm going to give the trailer an 8.2. It was a good trailer. It was a little short for my liking. And it set up Lady Whistledown. It kind of set up the Kate and Anthony bit. Um, but it left a little bit to be desired in the sense that I'm not sure kind of what I'm going into in episode one, right? Like, I'm not sure exactly what I'm diving straight into. And maybe that's maybe that's not what they're trying to do with the trailer. But there's just something a little bit lacking for me. And I think a little bit more length would have helped with that. In the, in the sense that it did, it did a good enough job of making me excited. I'm excited to watch Bridgerton, right? Which is obviously what they're going for. They want you to look at the trailer and go, hey, I need to write down this date. That's when this show comes out. I want to watch that show. So that worked really well. I just think it was a little short. There was a little pizzazz missing. There's a little something, something missing that would have really put it over the edge in terms of trailers, insofar as you can have an amazing trailer. 8.2. 8.2 seems like a fair trailer, uh, considering I was already excited for Bridgerton. The fact that it, it, it kept me excited, it actually probably had a higher bar than I'm giving it credit for. 8.2. Something I need to talk about right off the bat here about the podcast for season two is just that I'm not sure if I want to have a co-host yet. I've been really toying with the idea. I've been toying with it since the end of Bridgerton season one. There was a few people who emailed me in that leading string, strings incident, actually, who were kind enough to give me, uh, tell me the right of things and kind of steer me in the right direction. Over a lot of them are like, hey, if you just need a co-host who knows what the fuck is happening, feel free to reach out. Feel free to let me know. And I'd be more than happy to jump on the pod and help you out. Uh, at first, I was 
was kind of like, that'd be cool, but I think part of the charm of this podcast is that I'm just kind of like a slightly inept and incompetent guy doing my best to make sure Bridgerton is deep-dived into as well as possible, like scene by scene, taking it super seriously and breaking it down to a kind of an unnecessary amount is kind of what I felt like the charm of this podcast was. However, doing the Hamilton and Harry Potter deep dives with other people really opened my eyes or really opened my eyes as to the benefits of having co-hosts, right? Having people on the podcast to have a conversation with is also a really fun way of doing things. So basically what I wanted you to know is, hey, I'm still thinking about it. So if you're interested in being a potential co-host, feel free to reach out. I can only pick one person and I might not have time to kind of get through to everyone. But if you are listening to this you're like, hey you know what i have a good microphone or you know i have a decent microphone or i can record it on my iphone or something and this sounds fun this guy seems like a fun guy to hang around with on zoom for an hour just let me know it might be worth it i, I would prefer to pull somebody from this podcast community instead of outside of it um, i think that's a way cooler thing to do um, but also let me know if you think i should have a co-host this is still the thing i'm toying with we'll know you won't find out until the the first episode releases if i found a co-host or not it'll be like a little surprise uh, however, I'm just, I just, I don't know if the, it kind of loses the charm of why I'm doing this pod or what makes this podcast fun to listen to if I have a second person. So I, I'd love that feedback if you have it. Otherwise, that's it for co-hosts. Let's talk about the other things you need to know about season two of this podcast. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about today is actually season two of the podcast. Since I've recorded season one, a lot of you might not know this about me. I have a pretty successful YouTube and Twitch channel. It's video gaming stuff that's not related to Bridgerton, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, But I make a little bit of money doing that, right? And so I've been able to upgrade a ton of stuff during this little intermission here between seasons. I've got a brand new kind of studio quality microphone, which is awesome. So the podcast should sound a little bit better going into season two. I got a really professional camera setup now that's going on. So the the other stuff I do is all video recorded. Um, So maybe maybe there'll be some video versions of the podcast for you to take a look at i'm still working through those things but the main thing i wanted you to know right away is i have a bit of an upgraded setup going into season two which will allow me to do a little bit more with the podcast if i have the time so just be aware of that that there may be some video stuff going on maybe the video version will go on youtube maybe it'll be streamed live i haven't quite worked it out yet but stay tuned for next week's episode where i can tell you about that if i've decided to to do that but just so you're aware Got a little bit of an upgrade setup, so at the, at the very least it'll sound better. Uh, and there might be some more stuff going on, which would be awesome if it happens. The next thing I wanted to talk about is Patreon. So Patreon is a service that allows like a value for value exchange. You know, a lot of podcasters do it, a lot of YouTubers do it, a lot of content creators do it. And the idea is like content creator gives you more extra stuff. You give a few dollarinos to the content creator, essentially creating a transaction like most transactions where you give money and you get stuff. That's kind of how it works. Um, So the idea behind that is it allows kind of mom and pop shop podcasts and YouTube people and whatever to earn a little bit of money. So I already earn a little bit of money for my other thing. However... With Let's Dive Deep Hamilton and Let's Dive Deep Harry Potter, we have had a Patreon going. So it's already going. It covers all Let's Dive Deep stuff. It's kind of happened in between the Bridgerton seasons. Um, And so if you're listening to this in the feed, you don't need to worry about a thing. The episodes will come out as they come out. You'll get the same exact episodes as season one. So don't even worry about a thing at all. However, since I already have a Patreon going, I wouldn't create a new one just for a show that's only going to be in a podcast feed for two months because that 
doesn't make a lot of sense. But since the Harry Potter uh, deep dive is ongoing and the Hamilton one kind of exists on Patreon already, it's already there. So I will be utilizing it. For Bridgerton, though, I don't want to make it too extra because you, you guys came in season one where there wasn't a Patreon. I don't want anything to change for people in this deep dive who either don't want to or don't have any, you know dollars to, to 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 give to me in these trying times so that's not what we're doing here however there will be a patreon that will be linked in the description below and starting with next episode it'll come out early for those uh, people that are on patreon so we'll talk a little bit about how often these episodes are going to come out but on patreon we've been doing early access so like two or three days before the podcast hits the live feed it's there for you to listen to the exact same episode there's nothing different about the one on the patreon to the one in the feed i really want to make sure that if you either don't want to or don't have money for the patreon it's only two or three dollars at the starting tier but i really want to make sure you're not missing out on anything super important so it's the exact same podcast um, but it's just there a little bit earlier if you're really keen on listening to it and that'll be uh, there at like the lower kind of $2 tier or whatever it is. We also have a tier that gives you access to our show notes. So one of the really fun things that I've been doing with the Harry Potter and Hamilton deep dives is putting my show notes onto Patreon. So if you were keen, like, hey, I wonder what this dude actually writes down. I wonder how the notes look. I wonder how often he stays on topic. I wonder... If there was anything in the notes he missed or anything in the notes that would kind of enlighten me to why he thought a certain way about something, I will be posting those show notes there. I don't have the show notes from season one, unfortunately. I went back to try and find them uh, for the scores because I want to keep track of the scores I gave the episode and I lost them. I don't know what happened. They got deleted or something. Um, so that really sucks. I would have posted the season one notes on there, but I don't have them. Um, but essentially, a, a couple of days before each episode comes out, the early access one and the show notes will go on to the patreon and if you're there you're there if you're not you're not and that's all good because the podcast will be hitting your feed normally as always um however we'll start that with the next episode the the episode that has the um predictions in it we'll do the predictions episode that won't be posted on patreon early so if you want to take a look at it see if it's for you it would only be i think a two month ish commitment give or take for bridgerton uh, if there's eight episodes in the season and roughly one episode a week that's around two months it'll be about four dollars total five dollars total for for all the early access stuff uh, to bridgerton so maybe you'll find that that worth it for you and maybe you'll find you'll like the harry potter and hamilton deep dives as well while you are there however i just wanted to let you know that was happening uh, we have all the social stuff still going on so we have twitter at let's dive deep we have gmail let's dive deep pod at gmail.com make sure you are sending those emails to those places because or sending those emails or tweets to those places because i love the feedback one of the things i really want to do more with bridgerton in season two is take my time more with the feedback um if that's fee if there's enough feedback for feedback episodes that would be awesome uh, maybe taking time at the end of each episode to do a bit of listener feedback but i really like feedback i really want your feedback so make sure you're sending those to the gmail and to the the twitter those links will be in the description below and i think other than that the, the last thing you should know about season two is we'll be doing podcasts weekly, ideally. Um, the reason for that is just that I have a real life job and a lot of other stuff going on. And I think I can commit to weekly. Like I think I can, you know, that was roughly the schedule that came out with Bridgerton season one. So it's not even that different. Um, with Bridgerton season one, there was a couple that came out back to back and then a couple that took two or three weeks to get out. I'd rather just even that to once a week, you know, two months isn't too long for it to take. The first episode will hit your feed. Like I want to watch it 
I want to watch it again and take notes, and I want to record the episode. So on the 26th, you should have episode one in your feed. And from there, we'll try and get the podcast out about once a week, uh, give or take, as we can. But it should take about eight weeks to get through Bridgerton season two. And then if there's any other kind of episodes we want to do at the end, whether those are feedback episodes, you know, look back episodes. Last year we did the, or last season we did the look back and re-update the score episode. Uh, Those types of things we'll do afterwards. But ideally, one podcast a week for around eight weeks is how we will cover Bridgerton season two. All right, everybody. I think that's it. That's all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Let's Dive Deep Bridgerton. We are back, baby. We are here. We are ready to go for season two. Make sure you hit all the socials. Make sure you tell your friends about this podcast. Make sure you leave it a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Definitely go and check the Patreon if that's something you might be interested in. If not, don't even bother. It doesn't matter. You're all good. Um, But if you do want the early access to episodes and the show notes, feel free to head over there. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with our predictions episode and then after that it's bridgerton season two we will see you all in the next one